Welcome to Bible Stories with Dad, where I read a Bible story. So when we left off, Paul and Barnabas are on their first missionary journey. They went to the temple. Paul was doing some preaching. Uh, lots of Jews and lots of uh, God-fearing non-Jews started to uh, to follow them and try to learn from them. So the next Sabbath comes around. And, like, the whole city turns out, shows up to hear the word of the Lord and to hear what Paul and Barnabas have to say. The problem is, though, at this point, some of the Jews see the crowd and they get jealous. And so they start trying to contradict what Paul's saying and to the point of even blaspheming. They're, they're going against the scriptures, even trying to discredit Paul and Barnabas. Well, Paul and Barnabas are still speaking out boldly and, and explaining that it was necessary that, that the word of God was going to be spoken to you first, but you're judging yourselves unworthy of, of eternal life and of this message. So what we're going to do is we're going to turn around and go to the Gentiles, because this was prophesied all the way back in Isaiah chapter 42, um, God said through Isaiah, I've placed you as a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. So at this point, the, the, the Gentiles are there and the Gentiles hear this and they start rejoicing and glorifying the word of, of the Lord. And quite a few of them believe and the word of the Lord spreads through the whole region. But the Jews that are not happy about this uh, get some of the the leading men and women of the city to start persecution against Paul and Barnabas and Paul and Barnabas are driven out of the area. So on the way out, the, uh, the missionaries shake the dust off their feet in protest and they head on to another town called Iconium and the disciples are continually filled with joy and filled with the Holy Spirit. So they're continuing on in their missionary journey. Now they're going to be missionaries to the Gentiles too, not just to the Jews. So this is a major shift. Uh, they're still going to reach out to the Jews. We see in, in Iconium here, the next town they go to, they start out by going to the synagogue where the Jews are meeting together. And and they preach. And quite a few people believe Jews and Greeks are non-Jews. Um, but again, there's Jews there who don't believe and they start stirring up people against the Christians, and again, not just Paul and Barnabas, but against the new believers. So Paul and Barnabas stick around there for a while, and they preach boldly about the grace of the Lord, and and the Lord proves their message true by giving them power to do miracles and miraculous signs and wonders. And this isn't something we see now so much, but this was, in the early church, this was something that God used to prove that this was true, and this was something that God wanted to happen. It was God miraculously proving something that's unusual, and it doesn't quite make sense. You know, not too many people die and then come back to life. It's not a normal thing, you know? And it's not like they went to the hospital and they were dead for a couple minutes or something. No, he was dead for three days, Jesus was, and he came back to life. That That's an extraordinary claim. And if you make a claim that's that unusual, that exceptional, you ought to have some strong proof to go with it. 
Well, not only are there eyewitnesses that are still around that saw Jesus dead and then saw him alive again, not only that, these apostles are going around and they're, God is giving them the ability to do miracles to prove that God is doing miracles. And that sounds kind of circular, but you know, you and I know that you can't just tell somebody who's sick, hey, be healed, and they're healed. So if somebody can do that, there's something unusual going on there. And so maybe we ought to pay attention to what. And so that's what God's doing through these disciples is he's he's giving them the ability to do these miraculous signs and wonders to prove that God himself wants them preaching this and to get people's attention and to help people believe. Now, remember, there are some people who don't believe and that are trying to stir everybody up against Paul and Barnabas and they kind of do. Uh, they stir up enough that there's a, a mob of Jews and Gentiles together that along with their leaders decide they're gonna they're gonna take Paul and Barnabas and they're not just gonna attack them. they're gonna attack them and they're gonna stone them. you're gonna kill them. Well, the apostles find out about it, so they decide they're not going to stick around for that. They're going to get moving, you know, perfectly reasonable decision. So they head out, go to the region of Lycanoa, Lycaonia, I don't know. They head to another region, perfectly reasonable in my opinion. Uh, They head to the towns of Lystra and Derby and the surrounding area, and they preach the gospel there. So... While they're at Lystra, one of the cities that they head to, Paul and Barnabas find this guy who's crippled. His feet are crippled. And he'd been that way from birth. He'd never walked. Never in his life had this guy walked. But he's sitting there, he's listening to Paul preaching, and Paul takes notice of him, looks at him, and Paul realizes that this guy has faith to be healed. So Paul calls out in a loud voice and goes, Stand up! And the guy jumps to his feet just like that and starts walking. Now, this is miraculous. Remember, God's giving the apostles the ability to do miraculous signs in that time to to validate their message, to show that their message is from God. Unfortunately, the crowd doesn't quite get it. They get the power is from God. They don't get that the power is from God, not from the apostles. The crowd yells out in their local dialect that these men are gods in human form. So they get the idea that Paul and Barnabas are actually gods, Greek gods in human form. They figure that Barnabas is Zeus and that Paul is Hermes, which were Greek gods. So, and they figure that because Paul's the chief speaker. So they go to the temple of Zeus, which was right nearby, and grab the priest there, and the crowd grabs some bulls and some wreaths of flowers, and they get ready to offer sacrifices to Paul and Barnabas, because they figure Paul and Barnabas are gods. Well, that's not great for Paul and Barnabas. They figure it out, they realize what's happening, and they're like, No! So they tear their clothing and and run out into the the crowd shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? 
We're just people, just like you. We've brought you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things, these idols, these false gods, and turn to the living God who made heaven and earth, who made the sea, who made everything in all of that. You know, up until now, he's let nations go their own way, but he never left them without evidence of himself and of his goodness. For, like, for instance, he sends you rain and, and good crops and gives you food and makes you, gives you joyful hearts. And, but even with all these words, they could, Paul and Barnabas were almost unable to keep the people from making sacrifices to them. So, in the midst of all this, as the crowd thinks of Paul and Barnabas as gods in human form and they're trying to make sacrifices to them some jews show up from antioch and iconium which is where the apostles had been before and these jews managed to win the crowd over to their side now this is a crowd that just thought of paul as a god in human form and the crowd is turned over to the point that they take paul and they stone him they take him and they, they chuck stones at him until they think he's dead. And then they drag his body that they think is dead out of town and leave him there. Well, the believers gather around his body as they think he's dead. And as the believers are gathered around and the crowd, the rest of the crowd has left, Paul does something unexpected. Normally, when someone has been stoned, they just kind of lay there. They don't do anything because they're dead well paul doesn't do that paul gets back up and normally i would expect if somebody had just tried to kill me to the point that they thought they were successful and left me for dead i would probably go away i would probably sneak off and and not give them any opportunity to try again but that's not what paul does paul gets up walks right back into town and waits till the next day to leave with Barnabas for the town of Derby. So he's he's not making any secret of the fact that these people that tried to kill him, they, they didn't do it. It didn't work out. He got right back up. Which is, an, realistically, that's another miracle too. And it it's reinforcing that God is actually working through Paul and Barnabas here. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week. And I'll see you next time.